Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. Hey there, Yoke family. It's Jonathan again with another episode of Yoke Talk. Thanks so much for joining us again this week. Yoke's mission is to impact middle school students by equipping passionate, faithful mentors to help them discover their identity and purpose in Christ. That is what we're all about, the mission that we've dedicated our lives and resources to. Our core values, on the other hand, describe how we go about that mission. They define who we are as an organization. Core values are those deeply held beliefs and principles that give us guidance for decision-making and for action. And that's what we're talking about all this month on Yoke Talk. I've heard it said that core values won't be a surprise to anyone who's familiar with your organization. People should just instinctively know what they are. As we unpack our core values with you over the next few weeks, I think you're going to find that to be true. Each week, I'll introduce you to one of our five core values, and I'll explain why they're so important to us. And we'll hear from guests about how they've experienced the reality of those values in their own time with you. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about our core values of community and collaboration. If you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet, I encourage you to go back and check them out. This week, though, we're going to discuss our core value of leadership development. Now, I know in some ways that's more of a task or an objective, but for us, it really goes deeper than that. Leadership development really defines who we are, and that's why we decided to include it as a core value. We express it this way. We are committed to equipping and empowering the next generation of servant leaders. Here's what that means to us. We're continually going about the work of equipping leaders. Whether we meet you as a yoke kid in middle school, as a yoke folk in college, or even later in life, we want to equip you to fulfill your potential, to be the best leader that you can be. And we're not just interested in helping you do yoke better. We want our yoke folk, because of their time with us, to be better spouses, better parents, better employees, better church members, better neighbors. And that word empowering for us is important too because we realize sometimes a position of leadership is just the best way to learn. We intentionally put people in positions of leadership before they're fully ready. We found that often you don't even know what you don't know until that moment that you need to know it. Finally, our model of leadership is the servant model of Jesus himself. Our verse for this value comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. Paul is writing to his disciple Timothy and he says, The things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. I love that verse because you can see Paul's thinking about four generations of leadership, equipping leaders who can equip leaders who can equip leaders. That is what Yoke is all about. It's not just about replacing ourselves, 
but multiplying ourselves to extend God's kingdom. Now, let's get to our guests. So joining us this week in the uh, Yoke Podcast Studios, uh, we've got we're we're operating the remote studios this week, right, guys? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So as you can tell, we've got a number of guests here on the podcast this week. First of all, uh, the infamous uh, Eli Cockrum. What's up, man? How are you? How are you, Yoke family? I hope you guys are doing well. It's uh, it's always good to see your face, even over video, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, unfortunately, the uh, the podcast listeners don't have that that blessing to be able to see your face, but oh, uh, we'll, okay. they'll just have to take our word for it that it, it's everything it's cracked up to be. What what do they say? I've got a face for radio. You you right? got a face for the podcast world, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both, man. Okay. And uh, also joining us, uh, in addition to Eli, is Andrew Hodge. Uh, Andrew is our team leader out in Granger County at Rutledge Middle School. How you doing, Andrew? Doing good. How are you all? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, I really appreciate you taking a break from uh, cutting hay to join us yeah. on the podcast this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's what. And I'm not. It's I'm not joking. A Rutledge thing. I'm not yeah, joking. It's, it's, he he literally was cutting hay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making my 70-year-old grandfather cut hay for me at the moment, so just so I can get here and get a break. <laughs> well, we better get this over with quick <laughs> so you can get back to work. And uh, Andrew, why don't you introduce our fourth guest? Um, the fourth guest is, his name is Zach. Um, Zach will be a first-time yoke folk um, at Rutledge Middle School this year. Zach, you want to say hey to everybody? Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> Zach first time a, give it up for a first oh, yeah. time Yoke folk. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Zach's the team, Zach. A, yeah, Zach's a senior at Granger High School. And so he's been around the Yoke community since he was in seventh grade. His sister was a Yoke folk, and um, we're excited to serve with Zach this year. Yeah, well, that's a that's a great introduction to our conversation. You know, we're talking this week about uh, leadership development and Leadership development is a task, you know, it's an objective, but for us, it's also, we also felt like it was one of our core values. It really defines who we are. Um, our, our core value says that we're committed to equipping and empowering the next generation of servant leaders. And uh, I know, I think both of you guys are, are products of that value. Um, and, and we love to see that happening right there in Rutledge. So when we talk about equipping leaders, obviously we want you to be better yoke folk. You know, we want we want to train you to do yoke better, be a better team leader. But we talk about equipping people for a lifetime of service. So when we think about leadership development, we want you to be a better spouse and a better parent, a better employee, a better neighbor. Um, Andrew, tell us about maybe some of the ways that you've experienced that during your time with yoke. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of my testimony, that, that statement right there, Jonathan, um, especially, you know, being a senior, um, I think of whenever Helen Coatney called me, um, and I had no idea about Yoke. Yoke actually started at the middle school the year after I went to high school. And so I just barely missed it. Um, but I had no idea what I was really getting into. And you hear that a lot from your Yoke folk, but that is a very true statement. Um, you know, I had no idea what the Lord was kind of leading me into in that moment. Um, 
and so, you know, the Lord kind of, uh, I say Helen kind of nudged me, but the Lord really <laughs> is the one who opened the door. The Lord and <laughs> Helen. Uh, for all that. Yeah, the Lord and Helen Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely, um, my testimony is that, you know, Yoke has helped me to become um, not just, you know, like a leader in Yoke's narrative, but more of a leader um, in the community, I guess, mm-hmm. is the better way, way of saying that. Um, I know that the, that the Lord used um, Yoke to call me into ministry and then more important, more specifically into youth ministry over the last, you know, five, five, six years that I've been doing Yoke. And so um, I believe that, you know, being those leadership qualities that I didn't have as a senior has definitely been cultivated as um, my time as, in Yoke has kind of um, continued. Andrew, you're getting ready to, uh, to test out one of those, right? Uh, adding adding <laughs> spouse here pretty soon, aren't you? Yeah, next Saturday. Next Saturday. That's right. Well, congratulations so we'll on that. Thank you. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, you're, uh, you know, this has kind of led you into youth ministry. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, so before I started serving Yoke, I mean, I'd, I'd been taught, um, you know, been, I guess is a better word is I've been, I'd been discipled on what it meant to be a Christian and, you know, just kind of the basics of that. But I had never been on my radar to even serve in ministry or to um, do anything such as yoke. Um, so until even the moment that I uh, began yoke, it was like, okay, well, I don't really know what I'm getting into. This looks fun. Um, I get to like be around people. So I guess, yeah, let's let's sign up for that. Um, but you know that that commitment that commitment was so much deeper than what I had initially um, understood it to be. In that, um, you know, the Lord had much more of a, a deeper plan than what I could have ever imagined um, in that setting and in that moment. And tell me about. Uh, I love I love just looking at yoke. You can kind of see leadership and what we would call discipleship, uh, kind of flowing downhill. And uh, tell me a little bit about the impact that Eli has had on your life? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, being around John and Helen, you hear a lot of stories about Eli. Uh, he's shaking his head, but <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but, you know, Eli, I, I've never told him this, but John and Helen hold Eli to a very high, um, like he, they have him in a very high um, mentality because they, I mean, Eli was just, they, they love him. Um, and so here I'm those still stories, trying to figure out why <laughs> I'm still yeah, trying but, to figure out why I'm, I'm really not sure. Well, the stories I've got, and the stories that I've heard, I'm not sure that we should share on this podcast, but <laughs> they're, they're good ones. Uh, but you know, Eli was kind of like, um, just kind of like that, that celebrity, I guess, to me, <laughs> um, whenever I first started, I know, is that not just the craziest thing to say, but he was kind of like that celebrity. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> um, but that was just kind of who he was to me there. When I first started, you always heard about Eli. Um, and I guess it wasn't until, um, I got a little more deeper into yoke that I realized, you know, Eli does a lot for yoke and Eli does a lot of things, especially for us at Rutledge, um, that it's not necessarily seen all the time. But, you know, just having that person that is kind of um, there whenever you need him to be 
is always a big thing. And, you know, that's, that's a big discipleship point to me um, that like, it's better for me just to be there. Um, I don't have to necessarily be doing something all the time, but just to be there and be willing to help someone is, um, is, I mean, something that the Lord, I think, calls us to do. And uh, you've taken those things that you've learned from Eli, and we see you putting those into practice and uh, investing in uh, young men like Zach. So tell us a little bit about your relationship mm-hmm. with Zach. What would, you like to, what would you like for us to know about him? Uh, well, uh, there's a lot I'd like for you to know about him, but I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it. <laughs> I'd hate to embarrass him on this, but, uh, you know, Zach has, me and Zach didn't rest necessarily grow up together. I mean, we probably live about 15 minutes from each other right now. Um, but we kind of, kind of knew of Zach because it's like, obviously this is Granger County and he's like, his cousin is also my cousin, but me and Zach aren't cousins <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> um, but I had served, I guess, with his sister, or maybe a year before Zach, Zach, I'm not sure when Haley started serving in Yoke, but um, I I didn't necessarily um, know Zach until he was a seventh grader. And at that point, um, Zach had kind of, you know, started hanging around, we call it the guys, but there it was about a group of, um, you know, three or four guys that, you know, just kind of wanted, it was just that, like that typical Yoke relationship, you know, like we love you. Um, you love me. We're going to hang out a lot and um, live life together type of thing. Um, and I remember, um, I guess Zach was probably either, I think he was a seventh grader or an eighth grader one, but him and the group of guys came to me and, you know, it was um, me and another leader and was asking about um, starting a Bible study, you know, with some of the kids from Yoke being led by some of us Yoke folk. Um, and from that point, um, you know, my and Zach's relationship has grown um, just in a very deep way. Um, I mean, now it's like there's sometimes when I'm struggling with something ministry wise and one of the first people I call is Zach. Um, and so that all that started from, you know, Zach stepping out in um, faith and just as simple as, Hey, can we want to learn more about the Bible? Can you help to teach us? Um, and so, I mean, I've, me and Zach's been around each other for a while now. I was, even with him. And I hope he doesn't share that, share this story because it's a little embarrassing to me, but I was with him the night that, uh, he started, um, like this conversation of, well, I feel like the Lord is calling me, um, into ministry. You know, we, we were on a mission trip in Ohio and, uh, you know, that conversation started about eight o'clock with me chewing Zach out over an, another instance that happened, um, because I was, you know, tired and all that stuff, but the conversation didn't end until about 12 o'clock. And, you know, that's kind of when Zach started sharing his heart about him being led into ministry. So I would say that, you know, Zach's, mine, Zach's relationship has grown um, in a very deep way um, since, you know, he was a seventh grader in Yoke at Rutledge. Zach, tell us about uh, some of the impact that Andrew's had on your life. You know, it's, it's kind of like what Andrew said. It's, there's so much to it that you really don't know where to start, but you know, he talked about the Bible study a lot. When that Bible study started, every guy wanted that Bible study for a separate reason. We all had stuff going on, and we was all just talking, and we said, hey, I can't help you with this the way that I want to, because we was, we was all best friends. 
And, you know, two of those guys are going to be yoke folk with me this year for the first time. Mm. So, uh, we all said, I, you know, I can't help you with this the way that I want to, but we all know who can. So, we go to Andrew and we go to Chris Milligan and we say, hey, we really need help with this. And I had a lot of stuff, you know, going on in uh, my head at the time and in my household, uh, in my church. So, Andrew was really just – he was that crutch for me for a very long time, uh, all the way through even now, probably five years later, I guess it's been. You know, Andrew's always just been that guy for me. And me and Eli was talking on the uh, Instagram Live one night about how sometimes it's even annoying how close me and Andrew are because <laughs> uh, he knows when something's going on with me or something's in my head and uh, if I'm not in the right mindset. But, you know, uh, it, it's really stood out to everybody around me how close me and Andrew are because uh, even my mom uh, talks about how thankful for Andrew uh, she is and the impact that he's been in my life because uh, obviously – I have a call to ministry now, and I don't know if I would be in this place without Andrew. Uh, I go to Blue Springs now. I definitely wouldn't be a member at Blue Springs without Andrew. So uh, a lot of uh, the person who I am now is a reflection of what Andrew's taught me and how he's just been a a vision for me in my life. In our core value of leadership development, we use, you know, that verse – um, Second Timothy two two. You uh, have that's heard exactly me teach where I was things. going. Yeah. Okay. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people, who will be able to pass them on to others. And one thing from from when uh, I I talked with Andrew and Zach on on the Instagram story is that um, you know that original group of guys that started that bible study you know those yoke kids going to the yoke folk wanting learning to wanting to learn uh something that zach um shared with me is that bible study is still going and that Mm -hmm. they they are bringing new middle schoolers into that bible study each kind of uh each year and and it's just it's continuing to go and it's just that picture of of um, generation after generation of Andrew pouring into Zach and now Zach pouring into the next set of kids. And, um, I, I think it just fits so well with not only our, our core value, but the, the scripture that, that we pull that from. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I always talk about, you know, when I think of that verse at second Timothy, uh, Paul is writing to Timothy, but he's encouraging Timothy to invest in a, a third generation, but he says, invest in those reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. So really in that verse, you see four generations of Christ followers. And as I'm sitting here looking at my screen, I see that as well. We've got Eli who pours into Andrew and Andrew who, who poured into Zach. And now Zach is going to be stepping up and pouring into a, another generation mm-hmm. of, uh, of yoke kids there in, uh, in, Granger County. I just, I love that picture and I'm, I'm so excited about the way you guys are putting that into action. Um, we've, we've talked about uh, the importance of, of kind of raising up your own leaders, but I, 
I think that's even more important in a context like Granger County. Um, you know, we, we're not going to have a lot of people from, from the University of Tennessee or from Johnson University. They're going to want to drive out to Granger County every week to do club. And really, mm -hmm. it's, it's not just about doing club. It's about, as you guys have talked about, sharing life. And, um, and I'm not even sure how effective that would be because, uh, you know, Granger County, like um, Rutledge Middle School, like all 31 of our middle schools, it's, it's kind of its own unique community and unique culture. And, and so that, that just highlights the importance of raising up your own generation of leaders. And um, I know Eli's, Eli's, one of Eli's main jobs is to recruit volunteers. And uh, Eli, maybe tell us about how Andrew, being a leadership developer, has taken some of the heat off of you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, Andrew and, and that entire team out there at Rutledge, they all um, do a phenomenal job. And, you know, another part of, of leadership development that we're not really hitting on here today is, is um, the development that I've seen Andrew grow in his leadership. Of uh, You know, he's got a great team out there. Uh, at Rutledge Middle School, and he really draws on the strengths of each of those leaders. Andrew, Andrew can can delegate the paperwork to Allison and the the songs to to Abby and the the skits to Chris and and all these things. And and it's just it's just watching him develop as a leader as well has been has been phenomenal. But um, as you guys know, our our listeners may or may not. Uh, Granger County Rutledge Middle School is not close to anything <laughs> and um, for us to try to send uh, volunteers um, out there even from uh, Carson Newman which is our, our closest university to to uh, Rutledge Middle School it's still um, almost 30 minutes um, uh, drive that that's going to be nearly impossible so to have a, a group of volunteers, a group of yoke folk like Andrew and the rest of the team there um, who get it and understand that they're not going to be doing yoke forever, we need to be identifying and bringing up uh, folks behind us completely takes the pressure off because, um, you know, I – I can't get up there to um, the churches or the groups or those kind of things as often as I would need to, to recruit that kind of team. Um, and they, I mean, it, it's, it takes all the pressure off, um, you know, uh, to, to try to build that team out there because they're doing it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Correct me if, if my numbers are wrong, but we're, we're here in the middle of a, of a global pandemic and everything's kind of been shut down and we've already got, is it five new yoke folk for the fall? Yeah. And, yep, and it's, it's, it's correct. The thing that is amazing to me is there's five new yoke folk, but you haven't recruited them. You've raised them. They're, they're all mm -hmm. former yoke kids. You've got a few kids um, in that group that are at different walks of life. Um, but, you know, they're all kind of converging on this um, pathway of, Hey, I want to serve the Lord. Um, and so it's, I mean, it's a blessing to me. Um, you know, we've got Allison Nichols, um, there at, um, Relish, who's the Oak folk now. 
But you've got Ashlyn Nichols, who um, is really considering being a yoke folk. She may not get to be this year because she was um, elected an FCC LA officer for the state, which is a big deal. Um, but she's already said to me, you know, as soon as I get out, out of that, um, I'm going to be a yoke folk. Um, and so, I mean, it, we've got like these kids who want to serve the Lord and, you know, you don't see that often times, especially in like a closed um, community like Rutledge, just to see that is a huge blessing um, to me. And it's a, not just, you know, Hey, I'm getting five new leaders, but, um, just like their willingness to serve and to more importantly, you know, serve, um, these middle school kids who, um, may or may not have that person in their life who um, is able to speak life to them. And, you know, I think of like, um, Zach kind of talked about a little bit of his house, um, household stuff, you know, Zach, and then eventually Zach is going to be that what I was able to be to Zach is actually going to be that to someone else. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's just, that's a big deal to me. And you guys have talked about uh, the Bible study several times, and, and I know what an important role that's played. Um, I'm also impressed, and I, I don't want our, our listeners to miss that it's more than just studying the Bible together. You guys are doing life together. You guys are ministering together. And uh, that's where I see really the community aspect of it and the growth and the leadership development really take shape. You know, I love the the fact that um, I don't want to miss that the the conversation around Zach uh, feeling like he's being called into ministry or serving or that kind of thing kind of happened around a, a knucklehead moment um, because <laughs> I mean that's that's actually very similar to um, to to me and when uh, did you have some knucklehead, knucklehead moment, moments, Eli? Uh, just a few, just a few, and. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, I, I, I talk about, uh, I've shared often about one of the guys that, that poured into my life the moment that he, he kind of started that moment was right after he called me one of the laziest people he ever met. So um, <laughs> I can totally uh, understand that sometimes out of those knucklehead moments, especially as us as, as young guys that we can get into, um, you know, God can work through those and yeah. to have, to have that relationship with, uh, Andrew or a mentor or whoever it, whoever it was, um, for each of us, you know, that to have somebody that close that can speak into our lives, even in those knucklehead moments, um, you know, can, that is where some impact can really happen. Yeah. Well, of course, all of this goes back and, and we can kind of see it weaving in and out of this conversation. It all goes back to the work of John and Helen Coatney and, and even just starting this ministry of yoke and, and we're all beneficiaries of that legacy, but you know, we can see their fingerprints on Eli's life. We can certainly see their, their fingerprints on Andrew's life. And uh, I just thank you guys for your hard work in uh, carrying on that legacy right there in your own neighborhood, wherever you are. And that's what leadership development is about. And that's what yoke is all about. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And thank you for joining us on the podcast this week. Thanks for having us. All right. We'll see you soon. To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.com.